Hi guys, I'm Amy. I'm Lexi. And this is Confessions of Retail, all the tea. I started listening to podcasts about six months ago. Honestly, six months ago, I found this podcast and I'll totally name drop it. It's called Secret Life of Weddings and I fucking love it. I didn't even know how to listen to a podcast. Um, so I had to like ask my friends <laughs> how to listen to a podcast. <laughs> and they were like, well, you could listen through different apps. So I downloaded Stitcher and I started listening to Secret Life of Weddings and I became obsessed with podcasts. From there, I started listening to true crime podcasts. One of them that I'm listening to now is Minds of Madness. Big shout out to them. They're awesome. Tyler and Beck are fantastic. But so I was listening to these podcasts and I was like, I could totally do this. Oh my gosh, do we work in the perfect line of work for shit like this? Seriously. <laughs> yeah, Lexi and I both work in a retail store and for the sake of anonymity, we will not say what it is <laughs> oh we can't even say like what line of work we do uh no just yeah because there's not really many guesses you have once you know that <laughs> once okay. you know what we do then yeah you'll you'll know the importance is the overhead right. retail so we deal with people and their bullshit every day <laughs> <laughs> yes um technically i am lexi's boss she is. <laughs> She's like my best boss ever, but I think it's because we were friends first. Yeah, we were friends first, and I became the store manager, and Lexi needed a job, so I got her a job, and she is definitely one of my best employees. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the freaking retail industry is just a shit show 24-7, so I was just like, we could totally make a podcast out of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah we have plenty of relatable content all kinds of stories of ours and then of course there are you know hundreds of thousands of people that also work in retail and they have their stories too so with that being said if any of you listeners want to ever send in your stories you can email them to us at confessions of retail all the tea at gmail.com I know it's long, but trust me, I tried to find. <laughs> tried. I tried to like do a shorter one, but they were all taken. So it is what it is. <laughs> we want your email account. Come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like you for this. <laughs> In our line of work, we deal with everything you could imagine. Anything from people who have kids ransacking through our stores to People who are mad because we told them it was a dollar more than it was originally. There are all kinds of examples. We have heartfelt customers who will tell us their life stories and we grow to love these people, even though we don't have much more than a retail relationship with them. And then there are other people who will literally wait for another employee to be on shift because they can't handle facing you. <laughs> <laughs> She's speaking about that from personal experience. Oh, yes. <laughs> she has a customer at our store who won't deal with her. Oh, he doesn't like me, and I love him for it. It is my favorite thing. I hope he comes in tonight. And then I'll have to wait an hour before I get there. I know. He's like, when's your boss coming in? In an hour. <laughs> you want to wait with me? 
person <laughs> who isn't being named. We'll call them. We'll call him Moldywort. <laughs> Lord Moldywort doesn't like me. <laughs> so, with all that being said, we will probably just jump in to say a couple of stories today, just so that you guys can get an idea of what it is that we have to offer you guys. Lexi, do you want to go first? I totally am ready for this okay. story. <laughs> so, Amy has been waiting so patiently. We share this email, and she gets these notifications, and this story is titled The McFuckfest, which is 100% clickable content for us, you guys. <laughs> like, we love... What did, what did they call it? Dramatic dumpster fires? Yes. <laughs> we love them so much so that we decided to start a whole podcast about them. Story time. Back when I was working at McDonald's, like four or five years ago, I used to work night shift. I would work 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. to get my regular eight hours. And there was this Mexican bar called La Tapatia's, and it was right behind the McDonald's. One night, there were so many people over there that they had to start parking in our parking lot. While we were getting everything switched over to night crew, there was this guy who came in. Dude was fucking huge, and he was already wasted. And when he came in, I was in the front, and my manager was in the back taking orders for drive through This guy comes in, and he's asking for, like, 26 burgers, 30 McChickens, and I think he asked for, like, 50 Big Macs. For himself? Big for himself. <laughs> but anyways, we had, like, four people on our crew for that night, and it took us, like, two and a half hours to make this order for this guy. And then as soon as I got done making the last burger, the manager, we called her mama, she took it up to the guy, and the guy looks at her, and he goes... This isn't what I wanted. What is all this? And then he threw up on the counter and on everything that we just made. It was all wasted. Everything. Because he threw up on the stuff. So Mama had to call the cops, get this big-ass dude out of there, and by the time that he got out of there, one of the other employees was throwing up on the stuff because oh, they couldn't handle the smell. I can't either. The dude had some kind of spicy food before he came in, and it was mixed with tequila. <laughs> Oh my God. But anyways, the whole mess took about an hour and a half to clean up because the employee that was throwing up on the guy's throw up was just making it that much more rancid. And that was probably the worst night I've ever spent at McDonald's. <laughs> Thank you, listener, for sending in your story. I have no relation to this person. <laughs> I lied. That's totally somebody I know. <laughs> Oh, I cannot handle vomit. I know. Imagine having to clean it up, too. No. Oh, my God. There was one time that I was working. I was closing. And this mom comes in with her kids. Mind you, we close at midnight some nights. And she had her, like, three-year-old and her baby out. At midnight? It, it was, it was like, 1030 or 11 o'clock. Her, <laughs> her three-year-old was obviously sick. Like, he wasn't feeling good. And he threw up all over the floor right in front of the cash register. Oh. Yeah. And she was just like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I mean, I just, I can't do, I can't do throw up. I can't do snot. Like, poop doesn't even really bug me that much. I know, right? It's like the, the, the grosser parts of human fluids just I can't. And trust me, I have two kids of my own, so I deal with the puke, and I deal with the snot, and I deal with the poop. Poop doesn't really bug me all that much, but... Yeah, I know, right? Once you Vomit. Uh... <laughs> it used to be the biggest one for me. It used to be the grossest oh, one. Gosh. My oldest, 
oh my gosh, he's going to love that this comes to the podcast. <laughs> my oldest, when he was three years old, once took off his pull-up and decided to make a poopy mural for me on folded closet doors. So when you go to open or close them, it got mushed into the hinges. Oh and I spent like four days cleaning up his closet because <laughs> of his Van Gogh moment, all right? <laughs> So it's like a lot for me to get over the poopy factor because I am a very hardcore germaphobe. Puke stinks 30 times worse than any poop can. I it's, swear it. It's the chunks. Yeah, the it's chunks the consistency. And, and the slime from the snot, mucus lining or whatever. Oh my God, I can't, I can't do it. The other day, my six-year-old, she sneezed while she was doing the dishes and she had three snot bubbles. it's like stuck on her nose and she's like mom i need a tissue her hands are all wet because she's doing the dishes and she turns and she looks at me and i just see these huge snot bubbles (laughs) and i was like i'm gonna make a soundboard every time we have a gross story it'll just be a playback clip of amy going (laughs) (laughs) all right you guys so we are total noobs with all of this podcast stuff. I was just like, Lexi, let's start a podcast. And she's like, bet. <laughs> so we have been slowly buying everything that we need. And we bought this like mixing board console thing, majig, And it's got all kinds of knobby do's. And I don't all know. the bells and whistles are us. We don't, we know, don't know what the fuck that. we're doing with them. They're just pretty right now. They're just pretty and colored. And they have little tags on them. And we don't know what they mean. So we're not using them. We are rogue audio right now, and it is fan fucking tastic. <laughs> no, we're hoping to sound studio quality at least by our second episode. It's <laughs> it's a lot to learn for two women who work retail. We are not audio mixers. Well, well and worse. On, top of, <laughs> on top of working retail, we're mothers, and we do other things, too. Like, oh, I'm yes, also, side businesses. I'm also a photographer, too. An so, amazing photographer. Aw, thanks. <laughs> but, so, I'm rather busy. We, we both have two kids. Lexi and I are living each other's best lives. <laughs> oh, my gosh, seriously. <laughs> like, I have two girls. She has two boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two dogs. She has two dogs. We each have a cat. And it's really funny. Like, my cat's a girl. Her cat's a boy. She has a boy and a girl dog. I have a boy and a girl dog. <laughs> <laughs> we really are mirrors of each other. <laughs> the only real difference between us is she went photography and I went more down the video games route. Can't yeah. help it. Well, but boy I- mom. I can't do video games because of my Meniere's disease, you know, like most video games are first person. I can't Mm -hmm. do first person video games. I can't do first person anything. Hardcore Henry, I can never watch that movie. The woman had to take Dramamine for me to take her to IMAX. (laughs) Worth it. I do. I have to take Dramamine. I'll buy you Dramamine anytime, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Lexi's my pod wife. Oh, we are so pod (laughs) wifey. All right, it's my turn to tell a story. Oh, I'm ready for this. Are you ready for this story? I am so ready for this story. (laughs) So I thought that since uh, St. Patrick's Day was coming up, I would do this story that I found on Reddit about a leprechaun. Oh my gosh, this is the leprechaun story. I'm so ready for this. (laughs) Not to freak out. (laughs) 
she's been tantalizing me with leprechaun overheads for the last like week now. I must know it. Okay. When I was 19, I worked for a popular party store. I used to work for a party store. I used to work for Party City, which is probably what they're talking about. (laughs) Our location was small and not in the best side of town, but my manager was a really chill guy. Now, for the most part, this job was boring. During Halloween, we were crazy with kids, adults, and teens all fighting and screaming for costumes and decorations, but the rest of the year, it consisted of stocking paper plates and making balloon bouquets. They definitely work at parties. <laughs> You're like, that's what it looks like. This is totally what it looks like. That left a tremendous amount of downtime. Now, my manager and several of the stalkers would kill time by going out back to smoke. Not cigarettes. <laughs> but let's just say Cheech and Chong would have been proud. <laughs> I love that he says would have been like they're dead because they're, they're totally not dead. Not dead. <laughs> and they're not dying. Cheech and Chong forever. <laughs> One love. It was about a month before St. Patrick's Day and I was working there with my manager and one other girl. Let's call her Sally. <laughs> it was time for Sally's lunch and I was going to come up to the front to cover the balloon counter. Now, both myself and my manager were already a little, quote, lightheaded, (laughs) as it had been a particularly slow Wednesday afternoon. I head to the front and send Sally on her lunch and spend the next 20 minutes making balloon animals. (laughs) I never learned how to make balloon animals when I was there, but I sure as shit could make a balloon bouquet. Like, I had customers come in and request me to make their balloon bouquets because my language is so on point. So should I, like, side hire you to make my next balloon bouquet if I'll ever order one? I haven't made a balloon bouquet in years, Lexi. Well, you know, sometimes you just gotta refresh, crack your knuckles, give it a stretch, and then give her a whirl. All right, so I head to the front and send Sally on her lunch and spend the next 20 minutes making balloon animals as we had zero customers when he walks in. Oh. This guy was a three-foot-tall African-American with a long, bright red beard and dressed in a full leprechaun outfit. Oh, hot. And carrying an empty sack with a dollar sign on the side. (laughs) Now, right off the bat, my inner Willie Nelson is telling me I'm tripping balls. There's no way an actual leprechaun just walked into my store. (laughs) But I am fascinated. (laughs) He walks around a bit, but unable to find what he was looking for when he approaches the desk. Hello, sir. Is there anything I can help you find? I say, still completely amused that I'm speaking to an actual (laughs) leprechaun. Give me your gold, bro. Where's that rainbow at, fam? (laughs) I would have so many different questions. I have additional questions. Good on you, ma'am, for uh, sticking to your professionalism there, because I would have failed. (laughs) He compliments my balloon poodle and asks, yes, do you balloon. know... <laughs> it's a balloodle. That's what they're called. A balloodle. <laughs> he says, do you know where I can find some pots of gold? <laughs> oh, no. no way. Unpredictable. I was not seeing this. At this point, it's taking every ounce of my being to not burst into laughter. And I say, excuse me? Trying hard to breathe through the laughter. He says he's looking for small plastic cauldrons (laughs) and possibly some chocolate gold coins. 
actually had business at the party. (laughs) I take him around to the Halloween party favors and get some mini cauldrons and to the chocolate section to get some coins. We head back to the desk with about a hundred mini cauldrons and five bags of chocolate coins. He pays and wishes me a wonderful day as he skips out the store. <laughs> gotta go find my lucky charms. <laughs> he just bought his lucky charms. We just found the, the, the leprechaun secret, guys. <laughs> Sally arrives ten minutes later to me frantically giggling. I tell her what happened and she doesn't believe me. You're just stoned. <laughs> I try so hard to convince her, but she's not having it. Finally, I gave up, sure that I would never be able to convince her until the next year, (laughs) about a month from St. Patrick's Day. It's been a year at this point, and the three of us are on the same shift. Now, at this point, I've stopped my Harold and Kumaring, as I'm not sure that it didn't make me hallucinate incredibly friendly leprechauns. Sally and manager are out back in full dazed and confused mode, and I'm working the balloon counter when the front door opens and in walks the most cheerful leprechaun you've ever seen. (laughs) He shoots me a smile and I wave, and he heads to the Halloween section to begin collecting some mini (laughs) cold Is this the second leprechaun? No, this is the same leprechaun. Okay. Come back a year later. Okay, so it's the same guy. I was about to say, man, we've, we've got a repeat leprechaun offender. <laughs> so I full-on run to the back and find Sally and say, there's a customer at the front who needs your assistance. <laughs> she sighs and starts heading to the front when a leprechaun walks out of the aisle and approaches her. <laughs> My manager and myself are watching her as she asks him, is there anything I can help you find? (laughs) With a look of pure confusion and joy. You're so kind, he says. Yes, you can. I'm trying to find charms. Do you guys sell any? (laughs) I can't hold it in anymore. My manager and myself burst into laughter as Sally takes the leprechaun to the small section of plastic children's charms that we sold. As Sally is checking him out, Again, 100 mini cauldrons, five bags of chocolate coins, and now several handfuls of children's charms. I approach and ask him as politely as possible, why are you dressed as a leprechaun? (laughs) (laughs) This man, cheery as the morning sun, explains that he volunteers at the local children's hospital down the street. That once a year for St. Patty's Day, he likes to show up in full costume and deliver small gifts to the children. This year, he had decided to bring some charms as well because some of the children wouldn't be able to eat chocolate. Aww, that guy's so sweet. And he didn't want them to feel left out. Aww. Oh my god, this man is a literal saint. My manager, after hearing this, comped the bags of chocolate and even gave him his employee discount on the rest of the merchandise. This man made my entire year. The fact that this man would go this far out of his way just to give sick children a brief moment of happiness really stuck with me. I don't know where this man is now or if he even does this anymore, but that leprechaun was a saint among men, and I really hope that karma delivered him every moment of happiness that he absolutely deserved. It was cute. I know, it had a happy ending, and it was so fucking funny. <laughs> I, I don't think I have any with happy endings. Mine are all hot notes for fire. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that there's 
smoking pot out back though as a manager myself keep that shit at home <laughs> like, I twitch I twitch not on my watch <laughs> I'm like, oh man, the manager is dying. You <laughs> better go home if you haven't smoked, buddy. We're only dealing with leprechauns around here. <laughs> do you want to do another story? Yeah. Okay. All right. I hope you're ready for this because this one's crazy. <laughs> this story is titled Gas Station After Dark. Oh. <laughs> you're like, oh no. Bad. All right. <laughs> it's currently two for one. This girl wrote this one in to me. She actually used to work with me back when I worked at Subway. It was like a combined gas station oh, fast food did thing. Did she work at the gas station? Site? She worked at both. Oh. Um, but she's an old high school friend, and she sent this in. I am glad I didn't stick around because <laughs> it turned it turned into a pretty hot dumpster fire. Okay, so she says, uh, working at a gas station, I had a guy come in and tell me I was cute, and then he proceeded to go to the bathroom and came out to tell me. He had left me a present on the back of the toilet. Oh. Me thinking, oh great. <laughs> I go in there and he had left a shit ton of spice. For those who don't Gross. know what spice is, it is a synthetic pretend marijuana that people <laughs> make. It's real hot. It's not real. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's bad for you. It kills people. And it makes you freak the fuck out. Well, that's that's one of two. This is I told you, this story gets pretty dumpster fiery. <laughs> okay. So um, this man left a shit ton of spice on the back of the toilet. I mean, like, a normal-sized brown lunch bag full of it. I dumped it in the toilet. Good. I also Let's had another it. day where a tweaker came in shortly before NDOT came in to get coffee. They come in super early because they start work at, like, 6 in the morning. So they're getting coffee at, like, 5 in the morning. So this guy was in right before that. Um, he sat in his vehicle for a second and then came in like, at a run, and went straight to the bathroom. <laughs> he then paced the gas station, and when the guys came in from salting the road to get coffee, he quickly went outside. He sat in his car and bobbled back and forth, and one of the guys asked me what I was looking at, so I showed him to them, and they started watching. He then started going through his car, I mean, ripping stuff apart. He got out of the car, opened up all the doors and the trunk, he then climbed through the back seat and then through the front seats, then got in his trunk. And when I mean got in, I mean literally sitting in his trunk. <laughs> then he crawled through the trunk to the back seat, shut those doors and shut the front driver's door, leaving the trunk and passenger door open. He then drove away, staring everywhere. He then stopped and reversed up 43. I was already on the phone what? with the police at this point. He was he going then, backwards down state road. He was 43. going backwards down state road. On a state road. He was driving backwards. <laughs> um, I was already on the phone with police, and then he drove forward and parked in the parking lot again sideways. By that time, the police had come and got him and moved his car to the other side until they could send a tow truck. The first guy tried to offer her this fine disgustingness, and then the <laughs> second guy was all messed up on who knows what. Probably what the first guy had to offer. <laughs> she she dubbed the a tweaker. I'm going to continue forth with said notion. <laughs> I third it. <laughs> motion carried. Motion carried. <laughs> <laughs> Following through with next motion. <laughs> Our gavel. We need a gavel. We, we, can, gavel. we can judge these dumpster fires. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to go through that. You are a trooper. We're facing the uh, world of drug diversity. We'll put it that way. 
because uh, people be crazy. I had somebody flip the fuck out on me one time. They were all spiced out and they freaked out on me, like talking about how I, I don't know, like they, it, it was a long time ago, but he just was like going in on me for no fucking reason. I was just sitting there. <laughs> you just reminded me of the one guy. <laughs> the one guy. <laughs> you are but me a peon. <laughs> oh, that's a rant for another day. Yeah, we'll say that. We'll talk about that on you the next episode. All, about that. <laughs> all right. He was a delight. Hey, it's luckily not my problem anymore. <laughs> I had to ban him from the store. Officially. I have never had to ban anybody from our store before, but he is officially my first banny. Banny. <laughs> you have been banned. You are now a banny. <laughs> my story is titled Umbrella Umbrellas. Umbrella Umbrellas. <laughs> oh, all right. Hold on. I'm going to get my tea to sit. <laughs> we don't need a soundboard. I'll make them for us. <laughs> all right. A customer walks up to me in a home improvement store as I'm facing an umbrella stand. Do you have any umbrella umbrellas? Uh, I look at the umbrellas that vaguely gesture to them with my hand. I'm like, yes, we have umbrellas <laughs> right here in front of me. <laughs> umbrellas, you say. And, and he says, well, these are golf umbrellas. Do you have to use them for golf? Did you know that there's a such thing as golf umbrellas, Lexi? Because I didn't. Okay, so I have a couple questions now. <laughs> I have First additional off, questions. Hold on. First off, is golf umbrella a real thing? Second off, why would you play golf if it's already raining? That is so stupid. <laughs> Nobody's out there being Shooter McGavin in the middle of a monsoon. <laughs> well, did he get the shot? He forgot his golf umbrella. <laughs> At this point, he begins to unwrap and open one. Uh, no, I think you can use them for any kind of precipitation. <laughs> during soccer, during football, I guess. If you're feeling really edgy while you're walking. <laughs> and he says, well, do you have any umbrella umbrellas? <laughs> Thinking he means maybe the smaller collapsible kind, I say, sure, they're right in the front of the self-checkout station. <laughs> Thanks, I'll go look at them, he says while handing me the unwrapped umbrella to put away like I'm some sort of kind of umbrella attendant. <laughs> the um, official title, umbrella attendant. <laughs> this is <his> job title. <laughs> Cue to seven minutes later, he walks past me again, having bought one golf umbrella from the entire other side of the store, and then walked past two exits to come to me. I guess he thought I was the <laughs> umbrella czar. Is that how it is? Yes, czar. The umbrella czar. And that I needed to know when an umbrella was purchased. I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the same, he says. It's okay. <laughs> Oh, okay. Thank you, sir. Have a nice day. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I would have responded with, did you find your umbrella umbrella? Like, what the fuck is an umbrella umbrella? I Clearly, <laughs> it needs to protect your other umbrella from the dangers of wetness. <laughs> yes. I mean, an umbrella 
for my golf umbrella to take to my football game. So does he have like a three tier umbrella? <laughs> and then he also has one of those umbrella hats. <laughs> and then a raincoat. <laughs> he needs all of the umbrellas. Day and dry today. <laughs> you are. And then he falls into a puddle. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to ruin everything. It's just so funny when it's all garbage. <laughs> I would love to see someone with a three-tier umbrella trip into a massive puddle. I'm not evil. I just, I would laugh. So good. <laughs> I thought we could do a raw edit. Raw. Raw vocals. We're coming in raw. Vocals that were all raw. Raw dog vocals. What does that mean? <laughs> I feel like we're going on to you, podcast. <laughs> we still have to learn about, like, sponsors and stuff. I don't even know what that means. If you want to sponsor they... us talking shit about retail, please do. Yeah. I will buy your beds. I will buy your coffee mugs. I will buy your sweaters. I had to think of a third thing. Because <laughs> comedy comes in threes. <laughs> so we will buy your sweaters. <laughs> Give us all your... Sweaters. <laughs> I like them. sweaters. I do like sweaters. <laughs> we have a lot of editing to learn still, just to make us sound not echoey. We cleaned out a spare room <laughs> dedicated just to the podcast, and I'm not going to let you know what it is during its day job. We. It's a podcast room. <laughs> Period. <laughs> no, it's not. So we've been like hiding out in the bathroom together for the last 40 minutes. <laughs> Powwowing with coffee and microphones and a laptop. I feel like this is the perfect podcast space. Yeah. And it kind of We like just need goes the egg down. foam thingies. Yeah, we need egg. Is it called egg crate? <laughs> we need egg crate it? foam. Anybody? We will sponsor your egg crate foam. <laughs> <laughs> Send us all of your egg crate foam for sound reduction. Help us noobs out. We are broke bitches. <laughs> We're not like the ones in the background. <laughs> we are not that broke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Another fun teaser. Um, one of the segments we want to do in our podcast is we want to talk trash about some of our fine adult titles. Yes. You Cross-eyed know. and all. <laughs> yes. All the bad porn titles. We, Lexi and I see porn all the time at our work. <laughs> oh, yes. So we get new shipments in like once a month and we get a look over the titles and some of them are fantastic. They so, are, how the kids say, lit, fam. They are lit. I'm too Let old me tell for you. <laughs> lit, fam. Do we want to drop some Wait. teaser titles? Okay, so one is, one is called cross-eyed cock loving cheerleaders um, we have another one it's called boats and hose <laughs> yes yes just like stepbrothers yes it's called boats and hose that's what it's called and it's got like a half naked nun on the cover i'm not asking questions Isn't clearly it's just an ass no it's got a like a, she's wearing the thingy the headdress Is thingy. She? i've never noticed I and guess. then her boobs are all out and i'm like well clearly you are not ordained <laughs> well the cross-eyed cock loving cheerleader is like on the front is just a guy's penis and she is cross-eyed <laughs> she is definitely giving the goods cross-eyed and all bad eyesight i'm sure but <laughs> i had additional questions like are they all actually cross-eyed or are they pretending to be like, cross-eyed what this... if it's a permanent thing yes it's terrible and people have already grabbed it like it's already been looked at 
our best, most talked about title. Anal spinners. Oh, anal spinners. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Amy has so many additional questions for the actress, the lead actress in the movie. She has no vagina. She just has a hole. Like, it's just a hole. Like, where is the rest of it? Where is your labia, woman? We need to know. So, as you can tell, this podcast is definitely explicit. Oh, yes. So, if you don't like cussing or, you know, talking of adult nature... This probably isn't the podcast for you. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about drama, drugs, genitals, lots of cursing. Lots and lots of cursing. Oh, yeah. We might bash on a few companies, always remaining anonymous as about it. As much as possible. As much as possible. We are really not trying to get sued. Yes. So, if you feel comfortable sharing your name or your business, you can. If you would like those things to remain anonymous. That can happen also. Yeah, just let us know. Just let us know. Um, we are always accepting stories. Always. We want to hear your experiences and the crazy line of work that retail has. It's a shit show. It always has the potential to be a dumpster fire. <laughs> so if you have a dumpster fire work day, please, please send it in to us. <laughs> Email us at confessionsofretailallthetea at gmail.com. We would love to hear it. We would love to share it with the rest of the world. Please send it our way. We'll probably get a Facebook page. Oh, yeah. We are learning all about social networking. It makes my brain hurt. We're going to network for you guys. We're going to we're gonna do this. Yeah. All in. All in the dumpster fire. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> we're like that meme of that dog sitting at the table <laughs> and the world's on fire. And he's like, this is fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I can handle this. <laughs> I mean, we all need some sort of a creative outlet, right? And customer service in general can be very hard oh, yes. because there are some rude ass people out there. <laughs> yes. And there's also great people. Obviously, if you have a good story with a happy ending, we would love to hear that too. <laughs> Always. Weird. I mean, I deal with great people, but, you know, like we live in a small town yeah. It's a small store, and we have quite a bit of regulars, but even some of those regulars are awful people. <laughs> and they definitely don't like new faces. When I first started working with Amy, like, there were people you? who would literally come in and say, you're new, huh? I'll just wait for the manager. And I'm like, cool! <laughs> All right, I think that's good for our first episode. I oh, hope you guys so enjoyed.